What's good? Welcome to the Creative Born Podcast, where we talk photo, video, tech, and all things in the creative world. This is a three-host podcast run by Aaron Hahn, LA-based lifestyle, fashion, and fitness photographer, Chris Kim, photographer and videographer based in Austin, Texas, and myself, Brady Keegan, photographer and videographer based in Southern California. Today's very special episode, we have our very first guest. We have Ashley Brown. She is a Los Angeles-based model and photographer. So it's pretty cool to see both sides of the house from this. So Ashley, welcome to the Creative Born Podcast. Thank you very much, guys. I'm excited to be here. Yes, we're excited to have you here. And this is awesome. Yeah, having a first guest for the Creative Born. Um, happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank um, you. Yes. Fun fact, Aunt Brady and I share the same birthday and it's our birthday as well. So It is. Very- yeah. Today is your birthday? Yeah, that's it's yeah. both of our birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys didn't tell me that. That is wild. Yeah. Just trying to say all the good stuff for the recording sesh, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Virgo uh, So this is just one yes. big celebration. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I think like, yeah, it's like, yeah, most people like celebrate their birthday in different ways. I guess we like to celebrate it by doing a podcast, which is awesome. So, <laughs> here we go. Um, awesome. Yeah, so I guess well, we want to start off with uh, kind of we've already introduced yourself, uh, introduced your name, but yeah, kind of introduce yourself to our audience. You know uh, where you're from. You know what do you, uh, what do you do now and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I am from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, I moved out to Los Angeles about two and a half years ago, um, just to kind of put myself into like a bigger market for photography, which is what I was doing in Michigan full time. Um, I moved here literally right at the start of pandemic, like March 15th, 2020. (laughs) It was rough. Um, But yeah, so basically everything went into lockdown. No one was shooting. Photography just was not happening. People weren't seeing each other. Um, And I had this like super passion for fitness um, already at the time. And so I thought, you know what, this is like a good time for me to get certified as a personal trainer. So I became a fitness coach here. Um, so yeah, so I'm a fitness coach, personal trainer here. Um, I do, uh, marketing management for the gyms that I work for content creator, and then obviously freelance photographer. So heck yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, the fact that a little bit of everything. Yeah. Like COVID 2020, like that's when Aaron and I started our photography journey here and you already were doing michigan but yeah it's you're definitely on the point about that of just like uh, what a interesting time to move or start anything as well so right yeah you just had to you know pivot and adjust it was such a weird time we had no idea what was going on and what was going to happen so right love that yeah yeah and i i can definitely relate to seeing how the market is in Michigan. My family's from Michigan, actually, um, oh, in nice. Battle Creek area. So not far from Grand Rapids at all. Oh my God. So uh, close. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a whole different world out there, uh, especially for the creative field. So, um, mm-hmm. do you think that was a good choice moving out to LA? I'm sure we all know the answer, but, <laughs> um, yeah. In like different ways, like obviously, um, because I moved out here at such a weird time, I still feel like I'm really trying to like get my bearings with photography here and like make myself known and kind of get into the market. Whereas like in Grand Rapids and in West Michigan in general, like I had such a good client base set up already um, where I was able to shoot full time there and have it be my full time career. Um, 
but it's good. Like, I know it's a slow road and like, I'm, I'm giving myself like that grace here in LA to like, you know, tell myself like, it's okay that I'm not where I was in Michigan yet. And I'm going to get there, but it's great because I still have my clients back in Michigan. So like when I'm, when I travel back to Michigan, I'm able to book shoots my entire time that I'm there and like make up for the travel costs and everything. So happy about that at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also a much more saturated market here in LA. So I can Mm -hmm. definitely see that struggle. Yes. So yeah, it's tough. That's got a lot of good creative people here in LA. So you're like, you're really fighting for it, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's really makes you better though. though. Yeah. But that's really cool. Like the fact that you still have a very loyal, like, uh, base in Michigan. The fact mm-hmm. that you said that even when you go back, they're like, actually, we need a photo shoot like right now. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. so grateful, so grateful uh-huh. that they're like, when are you going to be back? You got to tell us. And I'm like, okay, well, it's June now. I'll be back in September if you guys can wait. And they're like, we'll wait, we'll wait. So that's yeah, it that's feels amazing. great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's amazing. So what are you mainly shooting back in Michigan? Is it like um, family portraits or brand work? Yeah, in Michigan, it's all commercial stuff actually for the most Heck part. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do a couple, you know, I do things here and there. Like, so my modeling agency back in Michigan has me um, at the top of their list for their preferred photographers. That's awesome. So basically, like anytime one of their new models gets signed, they reach out to me. And so a lot of it is like shooting new models for their portfolios and whatnot. Um, But my client list in Michigan was like, I worked for marketing agencies. So I worked for a lot of brands and stuff. So it was everything from events to food photography it ranged so much yeah it was great so to kind of give our our listeners some some context here chris and i actually worked with ashley on a photo shoot before Mm -hmm. and um i mean still to this day one of my favorite photo shoots because the looks that we got it was kind of like spontaneous we went from one location that was planned and then we completely changed it last minute and it turned out even better so it's been a great it's it's been a great photo shoot that I look back on, and mm-hmm. I mean yeah, those photos are amazing. They've done so well for for my portfolio as well. Good, good. I mean, it, it's it's super helpful too as well that you already were like, uh, what's it called? Had the fitness terminology down, knew how the movements were. So having mm-hmm. that like extra like background in your resume helped helps us a lot especially like making sure the model knows like how to do a lunge how to do a jump squat you know and all that stuff. yeah um but yeah and ashley did did you start modeling or photography first and and kind of like how did you get yeah let me think so well i think i started photography first that was just like a hobby that i picked up in high school it was all film photography then this is gonna age me I mean, obviously, (laughs) obviously we had digital cameras, but it was, you know, like point and shoot, like no one really had DSLR cameras, you know, really like, like my cousin had like a Canon rebel and it was like, Whoa, what's (laughs) this? You can change a lens. Like, this is so cool. That's crazy. Um, It's like shooting with this little tiny Sony cyber shot, digital camera. Cyber shot. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) My dad had one of those too. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, me and your dad would have long. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, like I, I did a lot of film photography in high school and whatnot. Um, so started there. And then when I got my Sony cyber shot, um, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start shooting 
my friends. So I started shooting my friends' senior pictures when I was a senior. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where it started. And then once I graduated high school um, and turned 18, that's when I finally got signed to the agency that I'm with currently still in Grand Rapids um, as a model. Uh, both of my parents were models, LOL. Um, Whoa, so, really? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. um, so so they were like, oh, Ashley, like, it's so fun. Like, it's really good money. Like, you just need to get signed. Like, you know, like, you should just try it. And yeah. Yeah. I still... I, I love modeling and it's a lot, it's great that like I can do both sides of the camera, but, um, photography is where like my heart lies. I think oh, the most. That's, yeah. well, that was definitely going to be a question for me, like, because you are in both worlds, like what is your true passion? So mm-hmm. it's, it's both. Yeah, it's both. Yeah. I just love the creative aspect of being behind the camera. You guys know it's so cool being able to capture a moment and hold that in time, you know, and yes. really capture a yeah. human emotion. You know, it's awesome. Yeah. Now you mentioned a good you, break. you did uh, film photography in the beginning. Uh-huh. So do you still print photos? Because I know that's kind of a lost art. Like so many people oh. are taking photos and sending them off to Instagram and they just live and die there. Um, but there's something special about having a physical photo in your hand, as you know. It really is. I mean, I have all my old film cameras still, and I just don't mm-hmm. do it enough. And, like, it's funny that you should say that because I just got back from Vegas, as I told you guys. And my best friend brought an old film camera with her for us to use. And I was like, whoa. I was like, I have not seen one of these in a long time. <laughs> so we tried mm-hmm. to use it. But I had to tap into my old skills of like, you know, what ISO should I use? You know, Break like the light meter. Wow. And everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, does the light meter work in this? Like, <laughs> so, Damn. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's really cool. Especially like, I mean, all, all around right now, that's really cool. How like, we didn't know that your parents were both models. So like, yeah, yeah that, that, I mean, no wonder. Back in the day, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. They like, yeah did other things but when they were like you know in their 30s they yeah they modeled for the same agent that i'm currently with in michigan so they've been they've been like the longest running agency in michigan wow yeah so they got Mm -hmm. damn all right so it's probably a good break between like being in front of the camera and behind the camera too i mean like i'm sure it can get tiring on both sides but to kind of switch it up every now and then is probably a, a good break in between it's so nice. I mean, think about it. Like when you're a model, you have to go through all that like hair and makeup. And everything yeah. As well. <laughs> and like yeah. if you're a photographer, yeah. you're like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and you've been on like those commercial shoots before, actually, right? Where it's like call time is like eight o'clock and you don't even start mm-hmm. till like 11. Oh, you yeah, guys, just... I have so many stories. About... Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, when I was, I was modeling in Michigan a lot. There was like one point uh, where if you guys are familiar with the brand whirlpool appliances and like KitchenAid. Yeah. So I was one of their regular models. Like they had me basically living at their studio for like a year. That's so, (laughs) which was, which was incredible. Like, Mm -hmm. like it, I had to quit my part-time job at the time so that I can make it work. Cause obviously it was, it was worth it for me. Um, but the days sometimes would be, you know, they call me in at 8am and sometimes I'd, not shoot until four and it would wow. be one one shot and they'd be like mm, we didn't get it and it's going to take too long for us to set up lighting now so we'll just pick it back up tomorrow wow i don't, I don't get it i mean 
there's a certain level like in the past for me like and i'm sure with you with some clients too it's like i'm trying so hard to pitch a very tight budget you know and like well if your if your budget's tight well then we'll have our model start exactly at call time and there's other brands that are like you know whatever we'll just pay them for their waiting time and they can just sit on the couch or whatever and, and hang out i'm just like if you're cool mm -hmm. with that, that's fine but there's other people, like there's other clients who are just like, all right, we have to go right now. Time mm -hmm. crunch, budget crunch. So yeah, I think it's, it's pretty interesting it's, to both sides. It's crazy. I feel like most days as a commercial model are like that. You're sit, you're gonna sit around for hours. So what was yeah. cool though is like, like you said, like I'd be getting paid for that day anyway. But right. I would bring my computer with me and I would be editing photos in the green room yeah always working yeah. Yeah. dressing always room yeah. Heck <laughs> yeah and like finish shoots and be like okay cool so yeah nice it was great mm -hmm. so you mentioned that you do a lot of commercial work and obviously like you're on set for whirlpool as a model so what kind of photo shoots pique your interest the most um does the commercial sector really fulfill it for you or is it um like portrait sessions what is like your favorite and it doesn't have to be the one that makes you the most money but what is the most fulfilling work for you as a photographer as a photographer um i would say my favorite thing is portraits lifestyle portraits which is what i moved to la to hopefully pursue um yeah, I mean, but portraits range so much, you know, as you guys mm -hmm. know, like I love music photography, live music photography, anytime where, like I said before, anytime where I can capture like a moment and human emotion is like so powerful for me. And so that's where I really get excited and get my joy out of photography. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's great to shoot events and commercial stuff, you know, and product photography because it, you know, can pay the bills, but portraits is like where my heart lies you know that was like what I first started yeah. doing was shooting my friend's senior photos and I found a joy in it then so right it's just stuck with me since I was a little 18 year old with my point and shoot <laughs> camera <laughs> wow. and there's something special about photographing people as well and especially lifestyle because you're capturing not only the the person in their element but also where they're at you're telling a story with that as well and then on top of that creating the memory so yeah um, obviously aaron and chris do nothing but portraits um i'm a little bit different i hardly do portraits so oh. it's yeah so i do mostly like commercial stuff um product photography landscape photography uh so i have a big respect for all all three of you guys that shoot portraits because it's hard for me to pose and deal with people and you know i've i've absorbed quite a bit from aaron and chris on like how to do that but it really is an art form on how to pose someone how to make someone feel comfortable in front of the camera it's mm -hmm. not a natural thing as a photographer that's why oh, i'm behind yeah. the lens yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's um, definitely it's definitely a skill and i mean it, you guys were great you know but like i you know in the past i've worked with photographers as a model that weren't comfortable with that. Like you just said, you know, making a model feel comfortable. Um, mm -hmm. And it's so awkward, you know, mm -hmm. especially for like a new model, you know, like I deal with new models all the time as a photographer. Right. And it's so important to me because I know they're nervous. I know they're stepping out of their comfort zone. You know, they're just getting started in the modeling world. Right. Um, 
So like, that's always like at the forefront of my mind when working with the model is like, this isn't something natural to everyone, right. you know, and, and it takes practice, but you know, I want to make them feel as good as they can. Cause this is supposed to be fun. You know, it should be an easy thing for them. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, like going into like, uh, what I had a question for you is kind of, you already answered your niche as a photographer is, is where you would want to be is like mainly portrait photographer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I would love to work for like one brand and uh-huh. shoot, you know, their, their social media or their ads or, you know, whatever it could be, you know, like I love any of like the SoCal brands. Like I'd love to see myself working for like vans, for example, mm. you know, Ooh. Roxy, Quicksilver, any of yes. those. I actually saw like a photo series that I actually sent to the guys, uh, Aaron and Brady, where I was at the store and they had uh, three picture frames of a girl in Nike shoes, like blazers, but it's mm-hmm. the same style. It's like, yes, it's showing the product, but it's like portrait as well. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I kind of can imagine like what you meant by like brands as in vans, because yes, they shoot the shoes, but they also shoot the whole person in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, is and really Vans cool. is a very lifestyle-based company, even with their marketing. So yeah. half the time you don't even see like the person's face in it. Like you'll have like, you know, close up of the shoe, like on a skateboard or on uh-huh. the beach mm-hmm. or something, and then have the full scene, or it can be the emphasis might not even be on the shoe. It's on what's going on in the world because that's the thing about commercial photography and yeah. you know, brand and light or brand and product photography in specific is you got to sell the lifestyle to yeah. your consumer. So mm-hmm. you got to put the product in right. as if it's the main character of that story. So that is a massive yeah. thing. I, I'm also curious as well, because you come from a modeling background and I'm assuming that that has definitely helped you as far as like when a new model appears that you're photographing or someone who's already like been in like the model here and there, it's probably a really good, easy, like, like transaction of communication for you to like kind of instruct the person. But have you ever had an experience where a photographer has kind of told you to do something that kind of felt more unnatural, natural as being the model? Cause you have that background or like uh, vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely worked with photographers that, like I said, like um, don't really like aren't as experienced with, uh, working with models maybe you know like which is fine you know because like I said we all need practice like it's not you know for someone that doesn't ever shoot portraits you know like they're not really going to know how to interact with a model and help her pose and whatnot um so yeah I mean I've definitely been there and I don't want to like say it was a bad experience it was just different you know than what I'm used to and it's just like you know, like when there's like a model and a photographer that vibe well together, mm-hmm. it's like you can see it in the photos. Right. Yeah. Kind of like how Aaron and I had a shoot with you. It was so much fun. So yeah. <laughs> it was so fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I said, like those, those photos have gotten me so many auditions here, you guys. <laughs> so many. That's crazy. You know, I think the first time we actually saw a photo of you was actually from Paul Weaver, which also, isn't he from Michigan? Is he? Is no, he? he's from Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota. That's oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. Come on, Chris. Minnesota. Minnesota. Midwest. Yeah. That's where we saw you first, actually, was like uh, for like the, the Theragun or whatever fitness company brand that he was shooting for. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's where we saw you first. And then, yeah. yeah. 
it was called like ABL. Right, right. And so they had like a bunch of fitness products, but the little like massage gun was one of the products that we did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he just, he found me on Instagram. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But he was great. Yeah. That was such a fun shoot. He was so cool to work with. His work is amazing. Oh my God. Yeah. Killing it as well. Oh yeah. How was your experience working with, with Paul? Because all, all of us, we're all big fans of his and, um, that, that just seems like he, he is the epitome of professional from what we can understand. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was great. Like I said, I, he just reached out to me on Instagram. So it's like when that sort of thing happens, um, you're like, mm, you know, like, is it first of all legit, mm-hmm. you know, cause obviously, yeah. you know, as a model, like you can get sketchy situations that you have to be really careful about. Um, so the first thing is, you know, like checking to make sure he's legit, you know, and I vetted him out. He's legit. His work is amazing. Uh He knows he's knows and has worked with people that I know, which was obviously very important. Uh Um, and you know, it was me also like as a model coming to meet him and his crew at a location, you know, like again with safety, it's like, you got to right. make sure that it's all going to be good, but it was amazing. Like the whole day was great. There was mm-hmm. another model there who a male model, um, who is killing it as well. He like models for Fabletics all the oh. time. Fabletics men. He's like the face of Fabletics. Really? That's yeah. crazy. Took off. Man. Yeah. So, um, it was great. Like Paul was so awesome. Like he was so good with, with posing and directing me. Uh-huh. Um, his assistant, Josiah, also from Minnesota, was so great as well. Um, obviously, you guys saw the shots. The shots are so clean. Yes. I love them. All Like, the video they did as well is so great. Like, it was just an all-around great experience. Like, I'm waiting for Paul to come back out to L.A. so that I can do another shoot with him. I know. Or, who knows, fly you out to Florida, right? Oh, yeah. He's in Miami now. <laughs> yeah. Which is so cool. Yeah, yeah. he's killing it. And he makes all those, like videos and, mm-hmm. and content and stuff on his Instagram for yeah. beginner photographers, which is awesome. It, he's, he's an amazing, not only just photographer and video creator, but like what we've seen as of now and understand he is excellent at communication and marketing. Like he is, he is just yes, all fields. Yeah. Cause you have like, you're very like well-known photographers and like video creators, YouTubers, but like he is within like as far as the photo like the like media industry standpoint, he is like um, like business for sure. Like he is hundred percent business, which is insane. Yeah, which is another part of you know as being a freelance photographer, like yeah. you you need to be business minded in order to be successful in this industry. You guys know. Mm-hmm. That's that's yeah. that's a great tip for, for the sure. audience too as well. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's not always just about taking photos, which is like the very fun part of it. But mm-hmm. yeah, scaling as far as like understanding what's the next step, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. As a um, photographer in the industry, you almost gotta look at yourself as more than just a photographer. You have to to spread yourself into different uh, ways of thinking and really stretch yourself out and learn new things because i know for me i never once thought of business until i started making money and i was like oh shit i gotta figure out how to do taxes and IRS write contracts taxes. and yeah it's it's a whole different thing you don't think about and if you can mm-hmm. prepare yourself for that 
and start studying business tactics, marketing tactics, mm-hmm. it's just going to help you in the long run. Um, mm-hmm. So the earlier you start studying that stuff, and even if you don't make a massive business out of your photography career, it's good to know these things just for negotiating in life. And mm-hmm. it it's nothing but beneficial. Uh-huh. Yeah, something as small as like, you know, setting up an email to a client, you know, something like that. Yeah. Even. I, I went to... I went to an art and design school, actually. That's where I graduated from college. And like, so we had all mediums of art surrounded by each other all the time. And like, I would see it in just like the different majors, you know, like you'd have your design majors who were always very professional and business minded. And then you'd have your like fine artists that, you know, maybe weren't as great at that, you know, because they were more introverted and they were more creative minded. And so it was like, it was always very interesting to me seeing how some people really struggled with having to market themselves and whatnot. And like how we, you know, we had to teach our teachers had to teach us how to do that. So very interesting to see all the different creatives. So what did you major in from that, from that college? Uh, so I actually majored in interior design. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I did. I did, uh, like I minored in photography, like I took like, I did like studio lighting classes basically and everything that I thought that I would need to know, but I never thought I need, I never thought like I need to major in photography to be a photographer. I was already doing it when I was in college. I was already working, you know, for clients and whatnot. So right. yeah, right. interior design yeah. was where my passion lied at the time. Yeah. Mm. See, I kind of hit a a same path. I, uh, well, I started off going to school for software development and then I got deep into photography. So I took a few photo classes just to do it as electives because I needed to burn electives. And I loved like the, the history of photography and, you know, some of the more contemporary aspects of photography. So I decided to minor in photography, ended up switching that to major Mm -hmm. and, Currently, I am now I think three or four classes away from my bachelor's, and I dropped out. Oh my gosh! Because, oh, yeah, well, okay. And I, well, and I dropped you out. Don't need to. Yeah. No, yeah. I, <laughs> There's a yeah, punchline. <laughs> because like the 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 entire like last semester, I was already working, and I'm like, oh. you don't need a degree to be successful in this field. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's more so a um, I don't even know if you want to call it a status symbol. It doesn't even really matter as a photographer Uh but aside from the degree i did take a lot away from those photography classes Uh, especially like the history of photography because i learned so much about like the greats and you know what made them great and why these cameras work the way they do and how compositional ideas came to be and you know I, i gained so much from that but i don't think a degree is totally necessary so so yeah i agree with you yep I, I call Especially nowadays. I feel like yeah, it's really, it's, it's just really, I don't know. Work, no one, no one asks for it. it. Yeah, exactly. No. I don't think it's ever even come up in conversation, like ever. Never. I don't think anyone yeah. has ever asked me like, where'd you go to school or, or like, you know, like what degree do you have that's related to yeah. photography or anything creative? Like YouTube university and a ton of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. I've got more positive recognition for saying, like, oh yeah, I'm a dropout. Yes. <laughs> right. 
Right. And I'm still here with you guys who went to yeah. school. Tell, oh. tell that to my student loans, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah right? It's funny you say that too, because like, you know, being a certified coach and all, like, you know, it, I was going to school for kinesiology and I thought that's what I needed to like, as far as like excel as being like a fitness instructor. But like, no, you don't need to go to get a degree. Like, uh, nope. yeah, you just need to be good at what you do and understand what you say. And you can learn anything off of a, certified peer-reviewed book and everything you know don't go so. to college kids that's the moral of that's the story. vibe we're giving you <laughs> don't go high school uh, maybe you know maybe yeah. but college no no honestly though it's yeah honestly though like i don't want to generalize everything but in today's day and age in today's society with everything being pushed of you need to go to college for yeah. four years to get a degree to be successful yeah. yeah. If you're if you're gonna do that, nine times out of ten, you're gonna be working in a corporate sector. And there's nothing wrong yes. with that. That's perfectly fine. But if you're anything like us, and if you're listening to this podcast, huh? you're probably the type of person that wants to make something happen for yourself. And if you're gonna make something happen for yourself like that, you don't need a degree for that. You need yeah. experience and you just gotta put yourself out there. Like let your work speak for yourself. Let your right. strengths speak for yourself. Totally. Not discouraging yeah. college. Like it's it, Go get your degree if you want to. Mm -hmm. You know, go take those classes because I I saw them as beneficial. But yeah, mm -hmm. you don't yeah, need sure. it. Like it, you're you're gonna be more valuable if you prove yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever would have learned how to properly like light in the studio with different light sources. You know, had I not taken yeah. classes with in photography in college. You know, right. So yeah, it was very beneficial, and the whole experience of it, honestly, like I honestly miss it um just the whole experience like i said of being surrounded with like other students and and whatnot um i feel like really helped me learn a lot mm -hmm. i wish i went to art school or i mean because i went to school for business and I, I loved it and it's something that i use to this day but at the same time art school like i i wish that i had someone tell me early on that photography could be an actually you know viable career Mm -hmm. And I'm still making it work for myself. But at the same time, I mean, there's plenty of people who we look up to, like Paul. And I don't know if you know Alvin Kim, but um, they, they make it work. You know, they're doing like six figure um, yes. annual income, I think That's gross at least. So it, it's really cool that this all could have. I mean, the, the path that you take can always change if you right. go to art school, if you, you know, change from kinesiology to, to doing personal training and didn't even use a degree or for yeah. me, marketing, didn't even use it for photography. So, yeah. yeah. I changed my major four times in college. One was fire administration because I thought, oh, wait, is this what you need to take to be a firefighter? Wrong. Fire? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not fire administration. That's for like the like the fire alarms and everything kind of thing. <laughs> Second was criminal justice because I watched too much Criminal Minds back in the day. Third was kinesiology, <laughs> and then finally, let's just pick a versatile degree just in case. And that was marketing, Chris, just like yeah. Chris, that's hilarious. I didn't I didn't realize how similar we were. So I changed my degree plan like yeah four or five times as well. So when I first left the military, I had no clue what I wanted to do with life. So I was right. like, oh, I'm going to go to school for radiology. Like I was watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy at the Lady time. I was, like, oh, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, cool. Like medical industry sounds cool. Right. So uh, so six months into clinicals, I was like, wow, this is terrible. I, I'm going to hate sitting in a right. dark room all day pressing buttons. 
so then I switched it to liberal arts to become a teacher. And then I left school there to go to a software development boot camp. And then I was like, oh, I like this. It sounds good. So after I left the software development boot camp, then I went to go get my computer science degree. And then <laughs> yeah. and somehow I'm here doing none of that. And I'm happier than ever before. Yeah. So. I, was yeah. too, I, I was too far into my major with yeah. computer design. You know, like that was something I always thought, this is what I'm going to do for a living. You know, and I was almost there when I realized I like photography better. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I was design. like, there's crossovers, right? There's still crossovers yeah. with like interior design and like anything. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Or, like, totally. Color. Especially I mean, like set building. Exactly. If, yeah. if anything, my apartment looks really nice now. Ah, yes. there you go. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're um, going to have to link up offline because I have a problem with that. So I need, here. need help. <laughs> no, it's fine, actually. But <laughs> I just realized uh, it's it's funny, too. Fun fact that Brady and I, just hearing that, Brady, by the way, um, it's funny, actually, because we've had so many instances where we say the exact same thing in our group chat, and it's sometimes scary, and we send it at the exact same time. Like, we have our birthdays on the same day, and yeah. just like... Old brothers. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I think That's I'm awesome. pretty sure we're lost adopted brothers, so... Yeah. <laughs> you guys do look alike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah clearly. It's the, it's the chin. We have the same chin. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, wish, I wish they had the same muscles as Chris. Damn. <laughs> Not even. So to go back to your experience with like Paul Weaver and working with new models, um, I love that you touched on like making new models feel comfortable and making sure that they feel like it's a fun experience. Like, do you have any like pet peeves that you may have had in the past come up when it comes to working with photographers? Because I know like for me too, I want to be a team player. I want to make sure that everyone on set is comfortable and also like we're we're all ready to do our our best part so like as a model in front of the in front of the camera like anything you might recommend for new photographers to to do to make their models feel comfortable um to make their models feel more comfortable like i said like it's not always a natural thing for someone to be in front of the camera, you know, and they're probably going to be a little bit nervous. And, you know, the last thing you want is for that to show on camera. So I always just try to make my model feel as comfortable as possible by kind of, um, you know, I'm not like I, I'm shooting them, but like I'll take a break for a second and maybe like just try to make conversation with them about, you know, hey, so. What, what are you up to today? Like, you know, or so tell me about yourself a little bit, you know, like break it up a bit. You know, it's you're trying to get that shot, but it's going to be better if you take a second to make them feel at home and make them feel like they're, quote unquote, your friend, I guess, is a good way to say it. You know, like, right. of course, you're going to be professional, but, um, y you know, you want to get on that level with them so that they, they can be themselves and be comfortable. So right. I always try to to get on like a, a friendly level with them if that makes sense well um, i love how you mentioned too like like making sure like the models do their homework make sure that they vet the photographer and like if it's a dm make sure like you know their work is credible it's not some you know right. creepy guy just trying to do a test shoot or whatever um yeah and so like I, I like i never really kind of thought about that i was like i'm sure you you get a lot of random dms and it's like tiresome yes, to do your homework, right? You know? It's, so. Yeah, and it's, and it's just like, um, yeah, I mean, I would see a lot 
in Michigan, but I guess, yeah, LA as well, just because I don't know as many people here, but like, yeah, but like, um, yeah, as a, as a female model and a male model, you know, it goes the same way. Like you just, you have, you can't be too careful. I've heard horror stories. Like I'm in some Facebook groups, um, that are like Michigan photographer, like warning groups as models. Um, which I'm sure you guys have heard about as well, you know, things like that. Um, (laughs) you just, you know, it's a weird time, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and you can't, you, you just got to make sure Mm -hmm. that you're, you're going to work with them legit. And also that's, you know, the photographer is, is your style as well as a model, you know, like you, you don't want to work with a photographer that you're like, well, I'm not going to be able to use these photos. Oh, you know, like that's, that's yeah. a huge thing for me too. I'm like, is it going to be worth my time as a model? Right. You know, you're both, you're both doing work for free. You know, he's, you know, the photographer is shooting for free. You're shooting your time for free. So it's mm-hmm. like, you got to make sure are, are the end is the end product going to be worth it for both of you guys? Are you going to be able to use these? So that's always in the forefront of my mind as well as safety. Right. Totally for that sure. It's okay now to you, say no to something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Some now you know, you, and some photographers have their own style, and it may not line up with yours, and that's totally fine. Right. They're gonna they're gonna find other models that want to shoot with them. Mm-hmm. You know. So. Now you did mention like, uh, some of the adversity you faced and some of the things you saw in these groups about you know being a female photographer or a model. So being that photography is clearly a male dominant space. Like there are so many male photographers out there. Have you had any issues like making something of yourself and getting into that space? Uh, I know just coming to LA, that's a whole different challenge in itself, but uh, have you faced any of that? And if you did, what have you done to overcome that? Yeah, I would say it was, yeah, like I haven't really experienced that in LA much yet, but um, when I was in Michigan, I so I started in photography probably, you know, 2008, just shooting portraits and whatnot for my friends. 2010, I got asked to shoot my first wedding. So I was a wedding photographer for seven years, actually, as well. Wow. wow. Um, and as you know, Brady, in Michigan, it's a very conservative state. Yes. <laughs> um, so if you guys want a little story, there was one wedding that I was shooting. Um, so every wedding that I would go to, I was the head photographer, obviously. I was the one that was getting booked. I would always bring a second shooter with me. And I would always make sure that mm. that second shooter I brought with me was a male. Because a lot of the times, me and my second shooter would separate. And the first part of the day, I'd be with the females getting ready getting ready shots and I'd send my mail off to go with the groomsmen. So, um, I had one time and I was already maybe three or four years into shooting weddings at this point. So I was well-versed. I knew what I was doing where the dad of the groom was only going up to my second shooter, a male to ask him questions. And my male second shooter who was working for me, kept telling the dad, well, I, you know, you need to ask Ashley. She's, she's the head shooter today. She's the one that, you know, I'm, I'm only working under her. And the, and the dad blatantly said to, to him, well, she's a, she's a woman. I am not at talking to her. I'm not asking oh her. Gosh. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, that sounds very Michigan. I, <laughs> 
Michigan in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, wow. yeah. So I've, se- I've seen it, you know, I've seen it a lot, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, luckily I'm not afraid to speak up. Uh huh. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I just, you know, I proceeded accordingly that day and, uh, knew, you know, I was like, well, we're halfway through the day. Let's just get through it. This is how it's going to go today. Um, you know, just, yeah, it's just, like I said, just, speak up, you know, like be right. confident, you know, it's, it didn't need to, it didn't scare me. I just laughed, brushed it off and right. knew, you know, next shoot's going to be better. Yeah. You're still yeah. the head photographer, even if you said that. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I'm still like, getting paid, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm getting paid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Whatever. And I'm not saying this doesn't exist in California or specifically LA because I'm sure it, it does. Yeah. It depends on the person you meet, but <laughs> I know, the culture out here being from both states, it is much, much different out here in a much different mindset in Southern California than it is in the Midwest. Um, just those deep rooted ideologies aren't out here that they, you know, have been forever in generations and generations of people's minds out there. And I'm not saying everybody out there is like that. It's just, mm-hmm. it, the culture is much different. Yeah, it's just yeah, you see that a lot more there. Like it's just very conservative. It's the the Bible yeah. Belt, as they call it. Yeah, you know. So it's yeah, yeah. My my yeah. sister worked for Guitar Center out there, and uh, she got promoted to manager. And I think she was manager for about a year before she left that job. And she, every time I talked to her on the phone, she would tell me like. Oh, I had some guy come in today and ask to speak to the manager, and I would tell them mm-hmm. that I was a manager, and they said, "Okay, so where's?" where's the real manager or who's your manager? Like they, they would never Jeez. trust her. No. So yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, I think I didn't grow up that way because one, uh, I was raised by like my mom and sister, mostly my entire life. And, um, uh, I, I think having like very strong female, uh, people in like, as growing up, uh, definitely like, like help a different viewpoint of that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love that. We love a strong woman in power. <laughs> uh, that's the thing, though. Like, so many people like have their prejudices, and it's like prejudices. Is that even a word? Anyways, you guys <laughs> know what I mean. Um, but so many people have their their ideas and are so rooted in things. And like this dad that was at that wedding didn't even want to ask you a question when you could have spit out all the facts and everything he needed to know, and he could have had a much better experience by just being open and so many people just don't allow that to happen. And even for gigs, like hiring, like sometimes the best person for the job is not the person that you might expect. Um, I'm, I'm curious as well, as far as like this question goes, you know, being a fitness enthusiast slash instructor, um, it's because I feel like, I feel like we could both relate on this topic. Uh, has that helped you gain roles in like fitness modeling or other opportunities? Yeah, I mean, since I've moved to LA, so I got signed with my LA agent probably, I don't know, maybe like six months ago, relatively recently. Um, I've gotten a lot of auditions um, in LA, and I would say uh, 90% of them have been fitness related. Yes. (laughs) So, and like I said, I think that's in a huge part to the fact that they see yours and Aaron's uh, photos in my portfolio. I mean, and, going, oh, sorry. Yeah. 
No, that's okay. And yeah, so like my agent is really pitching those photos out, you know, for all the fitness jobs. So like I just had an audition in person, which my my first LA in-person audition, woohoo, recently. And I I didn't know what the client was um, because, you know, they send you, you know, a a self-tape request and it's just like, here's what we want you to do. And it was like, we want to see you doing battle ropes, you know. So I sent in a self-tape of me doing battle ropes at 45. and then I got called for an in-person and then they were like, okay, well, we're going to actually have you do kettlebell snatches for this audition in front of a panel of casting directors and come to find out it was for Gatorade. Oh, wow. yeah. So, That's so sick. And yeah, this so first audition. That was my first in-person. In-person? Okay. In, in, wow. in LA. Yeah. In LA yeah. so far. Yeah. Cause it's all been digital, you know, it's all been. Yeah. Tapes. Right. Um, but yeah, that one was really cool. I went into this room and it was very intimidating and I stood in front of this table of four people watching me and they were, and another guy was filming me and they were like, okay, you're going to walk into scene, pretend like you're drinking out of a bottle, Right. walk up, grab this kettlebell, you know, get ready, hype yourself up and do a bunch of snatches. (laughs) Yeah. That's so badass. I feel like at that point, it's like, if they're watching you, it's like, Okay, pretend that they're like your students in the class. I feel like type of mindset is what uh-huh. like, that would be like my mindset going into it, at least. It so was intense. That's, that's, and, yeah. That's crazy to hear that side of that from you. It almost sounds like, in a sense, you have to be an actor oh, yeah. for this yeah. scenario, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is a you whole definitely. different skill. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to model, but to be the right person for that part, to act yes. the part. That is incredible. One of the things that like my LA agent, um, right away, like the minute I got signed, he was like, are you interested in acting roles? And I was like, well, yes. Like I've done commercials here and there. I've done like Uh instructional videos, health and safety videos and stuff in Michigan. Um, I was like, I'd be interested in doing stuff like that. Small stuff. You know, I'm not going to do a feature film or anything. Um, but even just as a print model and doing small commercials like that, he still recommended that I take some acting classes here, like you said, mm. just to get versed in that side of it, just in case something like that comes up. Yeah. And, you know, That's going off cool. of your fitness photos too, like you've also worked with Jay Activix too as well, uh, which is, he is also a great photographer as well. Oh my God, like, he's the best. Yeah. We've, Aaron and I follow him and we've seen his fitness work. Like, wow. You know, it's always so consistent too. I've worked with him twice now, actually. Yeah. How, yeah, we how, did it. We did another shoot recently. How is he like working with uh, with Jay Activist? Because I'm always curious. Yeah, you know, he's not much yeah. of a talker. I feel like, <laughs> oh, at least online, of course. Yeah, <laughs> he is. I would say he definitely is on the soft spoken side. I would yeah. say he is definitely a more quiet photographer, but he's really cool. He's really nice. Um, and like as a like as a model, like I, if I can tell that, I always kind of try to bring the photographer out of their shell a little bit too, uh-huh. just to kind of get a read on like what they're like. Yeah. Um. But he was great. Like he he knows his vision, which is awesome. Like he knows what he wants out of the shot. He's done yeah. his research on the location, so he knows exactly where he wants you to stand. He right. knows exactly how he wants you to pose. He knows how he wants the light to hit you in every shot. And then what's cool too that I love, and I learned this from him. Like I'm like I need to start doing that. Is that he always sets up um, another iPhone on a stand and takes behind the scene shots of the whole shoot. So he's got behind the scenes footage of him directing the model, 
which is really cool. I'm like, oh, that's really great actually to be able to show clients that, you know, I know how to yeah. direct a model. I know how to work with them. Like this, right. watch this. Yeah. I never even thought of utilizing footage like that. Wow. Yeah. That's actually that's really yeah, it's an extra phone just for that. Yeah. That's, um, hmm. you know, oh, extra phone. Wow. It's got two yeah. phones. Wow. One for the PTS, <laughs> one for the main. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that's great. Jay Activist, if you end up listening to our podcast, we're going to have you on a guest. Just know that we're going to get you to talk. <laughs> and his, his work is so good. Yeah. Like he, every time he posts like new model photos, yeah. that he just, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, hmm? how, how? I'm like, how did you get the light to look like that in that spot? Yeah. It's just the crazy. It's so clean. Mm -hmm. And the thing I notice about his work specifically is he, I think he's a master of skin tones because I've seen yes. him work with yes. many different models uh, with many different skin tones and he nails it like, yeah. because, because yeah. especially with people of color, sometimes it's hard to get a, a true readout of, um, you know, their actual tone of skin. So like, you know, he, Camera camera sensors are so difficult in that scenario, and I think between his artificial lighting and his editing, whatever he does, he is master at that. He's not. He's only using natural light. As I mean, oh, at really? least in my shoots, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure, yeah. And it's like, like you said, I know it sounds like the most simple thing, like oh, shoot a model and like you, their skin's gonna be in it. But like, you're so correct in saying that, like shooting an accurate skin tone on a model. Mm -hmm. I mean. I've seen it get messed up before and it's not nice, yeah. you know? So being able that's, to capture it well is definitely a skill. Yeah. That's I mean, crazy. I'm looking at his work right well. now and yeah. I, I don't know, maybe, maybe on some of his photos he used, um, to be, to be honest, I mean, light, like, but man, they look impressive. Actually, I think Brady, like, honestly, like I've been following for a while. and I think Aaron has been following earlier on. I don't think he's has ever used any artificial light. Ever. really maybe just uh -huh. like a like a fill like a bounce or a... probably yeah yeah because it looks very uh like yeah. commercial like yeah we, we it's got to be yeah. something man <laughs> i think his style is like very like quick on the go plus also mm -hmm. like making like yeah like as natural as it can he avoids using it and not that yeah. he can but yeah. yeah yeah both of my shoots he never used artificial didn't use a fill bounce yeah. and nothing that's wow, it that's, activist. that's impressive we're going to have yeah. you on the podcast next. We need to tap your brain. How did you do this? 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. See, so what I like most about his is I feel like me and him would get along pretty well because he has like a nice mix of street and landscape photography in yes. with this commercial stuff. Yeah. So he's like a perfect like middle ground for uh, for all of us. Yeah. Watch yeah. your birthday be today as well. I know. <laughs> it's so funny when you guys like <laughs> – Talking about Alaska, just like I see a building, and then you guys say, "Oh my god, I see art." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. <laughs> He's making a point to take a, a yeah. shot every corner of a building <laughs> on each location. Yeah. Always, I don't know why. Yeah, I'm like, "There's nothing to photograph with mountains." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like, wait, it's like he sees a person, like, eh, but he sees a like, nice corner of a building. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I'm trying to get more into portraits. I, I, oh, I yeah. shot a wedding and it was fine. Like I can like get the job done. It's just not my favorite yes. thing in the world. Uh -huh. That's just and me. Yeah. You need you if you're gonna be a wedding photographer, you really gotta love 
you gotta love weddings. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I learned in my seven that's, years of being a yeah. wedding photographer. <laughs> we've we've definitely talked about this for sure because like um, it's funny too because you've already touched on it. Like you know you have to relate to the photographer's work to if you want to work with them or vice versa being a model because. Yeah, there's. I don't see myself as a wedding photographer because I don't have that same empathy slash passion towards it. You know, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, yes, it's 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 good. It's it's cool. It's good. To be, it's cool to be at a wedding and everything. But the to portray that into photos and work. I mean, I'd rather have you hire like who's someone who does this. You know, mm-hmm. for like, sure. I can get you the job. good shots, but this person yeah. can get you the shots that you want to hang up on your like framing for two generations and more. You know, I think it's a whole experience too. Like you have to have context to to make it a full like positive experience. Yes. Like we can get the shots for sure. It's just like how is that whole day gonna pan out, conversation wise, timing wise? I, I would have no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not until I get married, at least. <laughs> Which is soon. Did you know that Aaron? Actually, you probably yeah. seen it. Actually, he is engaged. The man is Yay! engaged. Yeah. Congrats. If you need someone to to shoot your wedding, I'll step back out of retirement for you. (laughs) There we go. There we go. I actually, I actually did shoot a wedding um, in LA here for a friend of mine last year. You Mm -hmm. know, so you know, if the time comes and the client's right, I might, I might step out of my wedding retirement. Bring the uh, phone camera. Aaron is. Aaron is definitely the right client. (laughs) Yes, definitely not be Groomzilla. I promise. Sony CyberShot or PowerShot? Sony PowerShot. I actually found I found it recently when I was home visiting my parents, Mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what? I might actually use it. And I tried, but it's broken. (laughs) Aaron, I I thought you said you want the whole thing shot on film. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. How many uh, film do you need? Yeah. <laughs> I got a I got an interesting question for you, Ashley. Okay. So if you had to choose, and I feel like we already know your answer by like all the questions we've been getting, uh answers and questions. Would you rather be a full time photographer or full time model? And that I also means rather. like yo, sorry, yeah. Oh no, no, go ahead. Continue. I was also like ahead. model as a not just photos of like also the little like the video gigs that you get to as well. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I love both sides of camera, as I mm-hmm. said, but yeah, I think I really, I, I, I would feel the most fulfilled in my life, like with my dream of being a full-time photographer, you know, that's like where I've always seen myself. I've, I've never seen myself as being a model. It's cool. Like, it's cool that it happens and I, and it's fun and I love it. Like it's, you know, it's now become one of my fun things that I, I like enjoy doing but just I've always seen myself as being a full-time photographer so it's like that's what I want to do in life you know that's where I see myself in 10 years so I love you know. it I well, love good. you answered correctly now we can publish this episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like no question. never mind actually. Yeah. you know what kidding yeah. Um, yeah it's just that you like yeah I'm, I'm a creative at heart so it's yes being able to create art has, you know, been some a passion of mine since I was a young child. So that's that's where I want to be. That's what I want to do with my life. And right. I, I, that's not going to change for me. It's just it's been my thing forever. I, 
I love the fact that you said I'm a creative at heart because I think more people need to start telling themselves that I'm a photographer. Like, no, you are an artist and you are a creative because mm-hmm. you are creating. It's in this day, like in what we do, digital art. You know, we're not drawing, but we are creating art form within like landscapes or people. So, yeah. So just to kind of like backpack that to like back to the college conversation. That's one thing that I really took out of, especially the history of photography class is because I learned so much about the the greats of photography, like Robert Kappa or uh, William Eggleston, Ansel Adams, you know, and they did photography not to make money. They didn't do photography for any specific, well, maybe Robert Kappa. He was uh, more so of a journalist photographer, but like, the whole act of photography was to document and make art. And that is at the end of the day, even if you're doing commercial work, even if it's going in a magazine, like it's still art. The, uh-huh. And so many people I feel have lost the art of photography. They're just snapping to make money or they're just making TikToks and reels out of it just because like, Oh, it's going to get me seen by people. It's going to make me Insta famous. And no, like at the end of the day, photography is an art form and so many people have lost that. So I think that's the whole point of our podcast. Creative born is to not only inform people on business practices and how to make something of yourself, but also to, to give back that spark of photography, because sometimes when that, when that's lost, you get burnt out and it's hard to see the end goal. But when you can see that it, you're making something creative and you're doing something not only for yourself, but for the world for, to inspire people. That's what photography is about. Yeah. Preach it. We need like a soundboard, Mm. just like, uh, like, just like the, the choir. I love it. Exactly. Even this year, like we've all been to a point where like we, we got burnt out and like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I know for you, Brady, it's been like transitioning from Canon to Fujifilm to kind of reignite that artistic approach that with photography. Yes. Yeah. Nuts. And like, yeah. I've loved your YouTube videos oh, since, God. since you've been recording and reviewing and now you don't, you have your own, you know, feature coming out, which is awesome. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, it just dropped yeah. this morning and it's actually part of it to do with how photography in a sense yes. saved my life because mm-hmm. it honestly did. Mm-hmm. So, you so know, viewers, it's, please check out yeah, Brady's video. Plug. Yeah. yeah. But, and check yeah, out Ashley's um social too. I mean, Ashley, if you want to if you want to share your your social and your your website or anything here, please feel free to do it as well. I mean, like what is your Instagram? Yeah. Yeah, my personal Instagram is Ashley Kristen. It's A-S-H-L-E-E-K-R-I-S-T-I-N. Um, and then my photo Instagram, which I need to be better at updating, um, <laughs> is <laughs> at Ashley Kristen Photo. And then that's also my website, which is ashleykristenphoto.com. Perfect. And if, if anybody wanted to, to work with you, whether it be for photography or having you as a model, um, mm-hmm. I'm guessing best to reach out to your agent, best to maybe DM you or email you perhaps any preference. Yeah. DM and email is great. Um, if it happens to be like a, my agent's cool with me working. If it's like a smaller budget product project, Mm -hmm. um, I can just go directly through myself. If it's something bigger then I'll direct them through my agent. But yeah, best way to get a hold of me is definitely through those. Love it. Love that. Love it. Um, I think last thing we want to have from you is we've got so many, 
a great question and answers out of uh, what you've been saying about from being a model, creative, uh, experiences. What is your life model slash advice for when it comes to this creative self-venture and a journey in new life? Because you moved from Michigan, came to LA with a whole creative uh, background, you know? Um, number one, don't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> just to round just it to out. Take <laughs> um, no, I'm Great. just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, if I had to give advice to anyone, you know, dabbling in the world of photography, uh, just go for it. Like, just go, oh. just practice your heart out, shoot a million pictures, um, find out what you're good at, find out what you love about photography and really build on that. It's all about shooting lots of different things, you know, whether it be lots of different models, lots of different landscapes, just keep practicing, take that jump, just keep building on that passion. Um, don't be afraid to mess up. Don't be afraid to fail. There are going to be some shoots that don't go well, you know, but just keep, you know, the next one's going to be better. Or, you know, even sometimes when I'm shooting, it's like, I might not feel very confident within the shoot, but then I get home and I look at my, my photos and I'm like, Oh, these are actually great. Like these are not a lot better than I thought, you know, in the middle of it, you know, it wasn't. So it's just, it's, it's just keep going, keep moving, keep going and, and build on that passion. And, um, yeah, it's, it's all fun in the end as well. So if it's something that you love, make it your job. Why not? I love that. No, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Man, well, I Ashley, mean, thanks again for joining. Um, thank this you guys was so much. an awesome conversation. You are our very first guest, so it's going to go down in history. Yeah. What a way uh, to start my Monday. My I, love I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, this is the Creative Born Podcast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks, guys. I'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>